The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're with me again this week. Last week, Aldo Diversa shared some wonderful information with us on his approach to healing. If you missed the show, be sure to listen to the podcast. One of the things we talked about was bone health. And I want to make sure that all of you know he has a special bone soup recipe that you can get just by calling his office. If this interests you, please call him at his Dallas office at 972-233-2929. That's 972-233-2929. And after the break, we have another fascinating guest, Dr. Melissa Oden, a social worker and public health expert, will join us to talk about living your own truth. As she says, that's the first step to physical health. Her perspective is what this show is all about. Our physical health is connected to our emotions and our thoughts. We need to think positively and rid ourselves of the negative feelings and thoughts that most of us believe are just normal. They don't have to be. And this show gives you the tools to change your life through helpful information, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. If you're trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or you have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-9, I'm sorry, 472-5795. That's one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five, or email now or between shows to Dr. Paula Joyce. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is one two one four seven three six 
four four six zero. That's one two one four seven three six four four six zero. Today I want to begin by sharing with you a conversation I had with a friend who I'll call Julie. She and I are deeply connected and always seem to call each other just at the right time. Over the years, I often get this feeling or thought, I have to call Julie. And when I do, she'll ask me how I knew she needed to talk to me. In this particular conversation, she was telling me how she's in a major life transition, is starting a new business, and is waking up with extreme fear every morning because she doesn't know how to do what she has to do in order to build this particular business. I told her that this degree of fear wasn't good for her, her health, or her business. She said she knew, but she had to do this. I also pointed out that she wasn't expressing who she really is, and that until she's in alignment with her true self and her true passion, she won't be able to create the successful business she wants. As we spoke, she hit upon what she needs to do in order to be true to herself and to accomplish her business goals. I could hear the change in her voice. There's always a point in a conversation with a client or a friend who I'm helping where I can actually hear the shift. The burden is gone, and she was literally lighter. Later, she wrote the following to me. I'm so hopeful after our conversation that I can find a resolution for my internal conflict. And as we move forward, I will rely on your insights from now on to get me over the rough spots. Thank you. The fact is that when we go against our own truth, the path is always a struggle. When we're in alignment with our talents and passions, we still have challenges, but we face them differently. To overcome the difficulties in life, we need motivation that goes beyond money. Yes, we all want to live a life with the experiences and niceties that money can provide. But if we don't get pleasure from our work, we're missing out on one of the great gifts in life. The problem is that we get so many messages about what we should and shouldn't do and should and shouldn't be that it's difficult to sort out which voices are our own and which are the voices of others. What is it that we truly want to do and what are we doing because it was expected of us? Sometimes we get so caught up in succeeding in the path that was chosen for us that we even forget what our own dreams were. I remember telling my mother a number of years ago that I was thinking about writing creatively. She shocked me when she said, you always wanted to write. We told you to get a teaching certificate and write on your own time and money. It was only after she said it that I remembered that, in fact, I had wanted to major in writing in college. 
I got as close as I could by majoring in English and getting my teaching credentials. And then I got busy being a good teacher and gave up an important part of me for years. But living your own truth isn't just about the kind of work you do. It's knowing who you are from the inside out, what you like and don't like, what your talents are, taking care of your mind, heart, and body, and speaking up for yourself. Do you put your needs behind everyone else's because you don't want to be selfish? Do you buy the foods you like or just what the other people in your home like? Do you choose the restaurant, movie, music, or vacation destinations? Or does your spouse or significant other always choose? People often confuse compromising with giving up who they are. Yes, every relationship that is healthy requires people to compromise and or give up something that they want at different times. If, however, one person is always doing the compromising or not getting what they want, then the relationship is not healthy. When someone has been doing this for a long time, that is making all the compromises, they lose themselves. They are so used to doing what the other person wants that they don't even know what they want or like. They say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm happy either way. It's not really true. It's important to rediscover yourself, to take the time to get to know yourself. This can be frightening at first, especially if you're used to other people making decisions for you. There's a certain comfort in not having to take responsibility for the decision, because if it doesn't turn out well, then it isn't your fault. The problem is that you also never get the joy of discovering your own strengths and wisdom. Becoming an adult means accepting responsibility for the choices we make and the consequences. It's how we learn and grow and eventually thrive. Otherwise, we stay a child, dependent on others to decide for us. When you're a woman, speaking your truth can be complex in a male-dominated society. If you question that statement, you're not living in the reality of our times. Did you know that there's a set number for female CEOs of Fortune 500 companies? The number ranges between 15 and 18. Someone gets hired, someone else gets fired. It's like an unstated quota system. I remember sitting on boards that were male-dominated and having the repeated experience of making a suggestion which was ignored by everyone. Then a few minutes later, a man would say the identical thing, and everyone would jump on his great idea. This was not once or twice. It happened over and over again. Women are often invisible in the professional, the volunteer, and the social world. 
There are times when there's nothing that we can do to be heard because the listener chooses not to be open to hearing what we have to say. There are times, however, when we do not have to do it ourselves. Learning to ask for help is a journey in itself. Sometimes we think that being strong is taking care of everything ourselves. If we grew up in a situation where we didn't have a caring adult to turn to for help, we really had no choice but to take care of everything ourselves. Consequently, as adults, we don't even think to look for help, assuming that we are all alone, recognizing that help is available, asking for it, and accepting it can be a real victory over old patterns. And of course, spiritual help is always available to us. And do we remember to ask whether we consider it infinite love, the divine, God, Allah, the saints, the angels, our own guides, whoever it is that we connect to in the spiritual realm, and however it is that we pray, it's important to remember to do so. We all have free will, and so we need to ask for help in order for the spiritual realm to be as powerful as they can be in helping us to create better, healthier lives. So the first course of action is, of course, to always ask for help from the spiritual realm. And there's also help in the physical realm. Over the course of the last few weeks, I had what I consider to be a major victory regarding speaking up for myself and being heard. I love to go to the movies. I don't, however, enjoy it when other people interrupt my experience by carrying on loud conversations. I used to always have an internal conflict about whether my needs were more important than theirs. One man was so over the top that I had no conflict. He was talking on his cell phone in a voice that was so loud that it forced everyone in the theater to hear his conversation. When I walked over and politely asked him to go into the hallway to talk, he got belligerent. So I went and got the manager, which solved the problem. Two weeks later, the man next to me was talking very loudly to his date. When I asked him to please whisper, he verbally attacked me. So again, I got the manager. In both of these instances, I didn't expect the man I was with to take charge. This was my concern, not his. And so I never even thought about asking him. I just got up and took the action that I needed to in order to take care of myself. The next experience was completely different. This time I was alone. I was already seated and hadn't noticed that the theater had filled up while I was watching the previews. 
A man politely asked if I'd move over one seat so he and his companion could sit together. I did so, but took the aisle seat for myself because I wanted some extra personal space. I didn't defer to the fact that he was a man and would probably prefer to sit on the aisle. That was the seat I wanted. I was there first. And so I just moved to the aisle instead of farther into the row. In a voice appropriate for a movie theater, he made a few friendly comments to me, even um, extracting humor to show his appreciation. I thought, wow, the universe responded to my speaking up for myself and getting help when appropriate by rewarding me with this kind gentleman, an omen of even better things to come. And this is how it works. As we heal, as we show respect to ourselves by taking better and better care of ourselves, more positive experiences and people come into our lives. And Dr. Melissa Oden is one of those positive people who came into my life. She's a licensed master social worker and a doctor of health education with a doctor of health education degree. Dr. Oden is the founder and president of Health Education Resources Network an adjunct professor for several universities and a field instructor for social work and health education students. She's the recipient of the 2012 Texas Public Health Association Jesse A. Yoas Memorial Advocacy Award. She also conducts health education workshops that focus on such topics as women and stress, winter wellness, and the role of alternative medicine and treatments in public health. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Melissa Oden who will talk with us about living from our own truth. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. 
Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Dr. Melissa Oden, who's going to talk with us, with us about living from your own truth. And I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Dr. Oden when I was um, in co-chairing a conference on professional development for people who work with those who have been abused. And she was just so outstanding on the panel that I really wanted to get to know her better and to introduce her to you. So I'm very glad to have you on the show, Dr. Oden. Well, thank you, Dr. Paula. I have been looking forward to this for some time. And thank you for your kind words. It was Lovely to meet you and, and to be at that conference. I think it was last fall now. It's, it's been almost a year, I think. Yes, yes. But outstanding people always stay in my memory. So. <laughs> well, thank you very um, much. And, and one of the things that I thought, be, because it is your expertise, that you combine, you have this wonderful combination of being having credentials in social work and in health. Um, and in the public health field. And so that connection between one's physical health and their um, walking in their own truth, I think is so important. And I was wondering if you would talk with us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, you know, it's it's my feeling and, and my own experience that you're only as healthy as your emotions um, you know, if you have positive emotions, generally speaking, you're going to be physically healthy. That's not always the case, but, uh, you know, speaking in general terms, you know, your emotional health really does drive your physical health. Um, there's this thing that, that we call psychosocial medicine and psychosomatic medicine, 
And basically what that says is, is that, you know, your, your physical health is a direct reflection of your mental and emotional health. And so I have found in my own work in the medical field and in social work, mostly my work has been in medical social work, so I've, I have seen this a lot, that people who, who come into their physician's offices, you know, and say, I have a headache or I have a stomach ache, and they can't really get any more specific than that, Generally, if you, if you look at their social history, which, by the way, most physicians don't do, um, but if you look at their social history, you'll find that, that there are some pretty significant bumps in the road, if you will, and those folks really are suffering from, from stress. Um, they're suffering with a lack of being able to cope, uh, and so these things are manifesting themselves physically, and so that's why when, when folks come into to the doctor's office and say, I just hurt all over and I don't know why, uh, you know, it really would behoove the physician <laughs> to go to the to the mind first and to the emotions, but that's not how they're trained. And so um, that that's why I do the work that I do, so that I can help folks really come to grips with where they are emotionally, because it really, really does drive where they are physically. And, and how do you do that? Well, I'm very fortunate right now um, that I'm able to um, teach up-and-coming social workers. I teach bachelor-level social workers and then graduate-level public health folks. And so from an academic perspective, I get to do that in the classroom. I get to weave that in to the topic of the day, the topic of the week, you know, the whole semester. Fortunately, a lot of those students will stay connected with me, and so I, I continue to have an influence in their lives. But outside of that, you know, the workshops that I do, the, the clients that I see personally, um, you know, that really, that one-on-one -on -one connection is really a great way to do that. Um, and, and so when you, when you start engaging folks in this conversation, you really have to, to break their paradigm, if you will, about how they've always seen life. And I loved what you said earlier um, about, about this, this need for women to stand up for themselves and to see themselves differently because when you talk about walking in your truth that's where it has to start you have to break those paradigms down about what was supposed to be and if you can if you can do that if you can be brave enough to do that then i think you're really on your way to being able to speak your own truth and and, and i like the fact that you said brave because it really does take courage but I think not the kind of courage where you just take a deep breath and force yourself to do it but the kind of braveness and courage that comes from the changes that we've made inside ourselves that, and, and then it just comes out naturally where we've strengthened ourselves internally so that the actions that we take in the world are normal and natural and different than we would have done previously, but are just a natural outgrowth of the internal changes that we've made. Right, and, and really to... You know, that, that old adage of change your thinking, change your life, that is so, so true. And you, me, your listeners, you know, we're the only ones that can do that for ourselves. And I think that, I think in the beginning you do just have to be brave and just jump in because it is scary to think about making a change because I, I know, especially what women listeners are probably thinking, well... If I make that change, then my whole family's going to get upset, or he's going to get upset, or my children are going to get, 
you know, we really kind of have to stop thinking that way because that's the negative way to see things. We don't want to see things negatively anymore. We want to see things positively. Think about all the positive things that could happen in your family um, if, you, if you're in a relationship and have a family. That, that could happen if you make those changes. If you're a single person, wow. I mean, really think about the great changes that could happen. If you want a relationship and haven't been able to have one, Maybe this is your path, you know, to be able to do that. And so what I would say to your listeners is that you really, again, you have to get brave and you have to make a decision. That's the other thing I'm always telling my students. If you want to do something, you have to decide to do it. Because if you don't ever make that decision, life is going to make some decisions for you. That's just kind of how the universe works. And, you know, you, you really have to be in a place where you have decided this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to be. Does that make sense? Yes, and I think sometimes when we get negative experiences after negative experiences, and then we just think, oh, well, my life sucks, or it's never going to get any better, or, you know, everyone's against me, the the cards are stacked against me, um, that that's that's a, a place of helplessness mm-hmm. and hopelessness that we can all change by beginning to change our thoughts and and then our actions that right. we do have responsibility and we do have options and that we are helping to create what's going on in our lives by oh, the absolutely. small choices that we make. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the first, one of the first steps that you can take besides being brave. <laughs> one, of the, one of the next steps that you can take is to realize that you do have control and you do have the power to make those changes. And you need to decide to stop giving that power away. I think as women in particular, um, men can do this too, but, but in particular women, we, we're so eager to give our power away. And why do we do this? <laughs> I, you know, why do we do this? It's not good for us. It's really not good for the people who are in our lives. It's not good for anybody. Uh, and what you were saying a little while ago about speaking up for yourself, um, those are things that you can do that, yeah, you might get a little pushback in the beginning, but when you start doing that on a regular basis, the universe will fall in line <laughs> with you and will work with you, just like you said earlier. And, and I'm so glad I got to hear that part because that was a great segue into what we're talking about, that, you, again, you really do have to just make that decision this is how I'm going to be. I, there's a diagram that I draw in my classroom, usually very early on in my semester with my social work students, and, and it's this person, and I, I cannot draw, so they're stick figures, okay? <laughs> so it's a stick figure standing on one side of a cliff, and then this big chasm, and then I've got this other side of a cliff on the board. And I tell them, this is how people decide to change or not. Either things are so bad where you are that you are willing to take that leap over that wide chasm to get over to the safe side, or things are so good on the other side that you just can't stay where you are anymore, and you make that leap. That is a decision that you have to make, and I think that's the first line of defense in, in staying in your truth once you've found out what that is, is that you've, you've made that first leap, and it just makes sense now to stay there, you know? And so once, once that decision is made, then everything else can fall in line for you. And does it happen automatically? Eh, no, I mean, it's a process, and that's what I would remind your listeners is that this is not going to happen 
overnight, because guess what? You didn't get into the place where you are overnight, so you're not going to get out of it overnight. But little systematic changes, changing how you think, um, changing your paradigm about how you see the world, those are the things that are really going to start making it's kind of like losing weight, right? I mean, you you work, 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 and the first time you get on that scale and you've lost even just a couple of pounds, you're like, okay, this is working. I can keep going, and that's kind of how it is when you start to change your think to change your thinking to change your life. Is that you? One thing will happen, like you mentioned earlier, um, the gentleman that that uh, was actually kind to you, even though you took the aisle seat, right? Right, <laughs> right. I would do the same thing, sister. I love the aisle, um, but but. That was a good thing that happened because you decided to stand up for yourself. And those are the little things that you, the universe will just kind of give you a nudge and say, okay, that was good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to positively reinforce you for that. And so that's what helps us keep it. Do you agree that we keep going when we see those things happen? Absolutely. And I think one of the things that I had to learn to do as we begin to shift our thinking is to recognize those small steps, those little experiences that we can just blow off or not pay attention to, and and also to connect the dots that that experience, that third experience was related to the first two. The first one, okay, this is so outrageous. I really, I was the only one in the theater who took action. <laughs> Everyone else was just willing to let him take over the entire theater. Right. I thought, this is crazy. <laughs> and the second time, though, it was only me who was being affected by this because it was the man next to me and it was sort of like the universe saying well are you really serious okay you stepped in when it was affecting everybody but are you really serious about taking care of yourself and then the third one was yeah you were serious and look Things are changing. Mm -hmm. No loud, um, rude people, abusive people, mm -hmm. but people who are kind and even willing to introduce humor and not assert his male dominance by, you know, asking me to move one way or the other right. so that he could have the aisle. Right, right. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People never cease to amaze me sometimes, but yeah, I mean, when you when you do those things, yeah, the universe will say, "Great, you've made that move. I'm going to support you. Let's move forward." So how do, how do we begin? You know, it's it, it can be daunting um, to even think we have options mm -hmm. because if we've been raised in a certain way, mm -hmm. um, and well, we're all raised in a certain way, but usually that means that we women take a back seat. Mm -hmm. and, and so how do we begin to break out of that I count two, and when when is it my turn? When do I get some rights? When do I get some respect? Right. Well, you know, that's not always an easy question, and I know that people that are in difficult situations always feel like that none of the choices they have are good, but I would beg to differ. Um, you know, I think the biggest, the biggest way that you can – the most effective way I think that you can make a change is, is really to change your mind, first of all, about your situation. 
Now, once you start doing that, you're going to have to support those new thought patterns in some way. Um, you know, I always move to the spiritual realm first. Uh, you know, there there are there are lots of things in the spirit. As a matter of fact, you can probably find everything you need in the spiritual realm. To be real honest with you, um, but to be practical about it, um, you know, there there are like for I'll just use myself as an example. Uh, you know, I like to. There's a, a preacher that who is no longer walking in this dimension. He he passed about I don't know twenty twenty five years ago, but and he's not really just a preacher. He's a teacher. Uh, my dad introduced me to him probably about two and a half decades ago, and his name was Jack Boland. And he introduced a system of thinking to my dad, uh, you know, longer ago than just 20 years, uh, and then my dad introduced it to me. And that, those lessons, you know, we listen to them over and over and over again, and since he has passed, we don't get any new information from him. So these are things we can hear over and over and over. You know, I feed myself with those ideas and he falls in line a lot with what you, what I just heard you say just a little while ago, which is very interesting. And that's the way that I really keep my mind engaged in this process of being here in the now. And that's the other thing I would say, too, and just kind of bookmark that for a minute, because living in the now, when we don't live in the now, that's when we get in trouble. Um, this issue of disease or dis-ease, that's your body telling you you're not, you're not living in the now. And so just bookmark that for a second. But it's real easy to, to say, I'm going to do this, but then you need some support, right? So I would always encourage your listeners to go to the spiritual realm to do that. But then you need to find those, those pieces of information. You need to find those people. You need to find the resources that will support what you're, what you're trying to do because you, you really can't do this by yourself. You just really, really can't. You've got to have two or three or four people around you who understand, who think the same way, or, or think the same way that you want to think. You may not have gotten there yet, but at least they're, they understand and they're supportive. Uh, Jack Bowling calls that a mastermind group. But um, you really need to be in that position where you're supported by these folks. And then again, like I said just a minute ago, you know, you need to learn how to live in the moment. And that's re- would you agree that that's really hard for most people? It certainly is. Even, you know, the concept of it is it's easy to say the words, but how you actualize it and implement it is truly a journey. It's taken me years Mm -hmm. um, to learn what that means, how to do that, how to pay attention and not spin out to the past or the future. Right. And and I'm with you on that, and I'm still on that journey. I still don't have that completely down, but I will say this. If, if you're one of those folks out there who's already realized your mortality <laughs> and the fact that you're not going to be here forever, um, I was actually 27 when I realized mine, and so that's kind of been the driving force behind my story from that point to this. But, you know, you really um, – one of the ways that I practice living in the moment is being grateful you know, having this attitude of gratitude. And, again, that's an old adage, but it is so true. They're old adages because they're true. <laughs> and, and when you are grateful for what you have, then you're in the moment. If you are, you know, wanting something down the road, now it's different with goal setting. I don't want to get people confused about that. But if you're always living in the past like, oh, those were such better days, or, you know, I really wish we could go back to here, um, you know, that's, that's when your body literally will start changing 
And you can move into depression at that point. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to live in the past. You want your body to be here with you now so that it will function the way that it's supposed to. Most disease or disease occurs when people are not living in the moment. They're either living in the past or they want something in the future that may or may not ever happen. And, again, I don't want to get that confused with goal setting because that's a whole different issue. But your, your body and your mind and your spirit need to be aligned in alignment in the now. And that is really, really, really difficult to do. But one of the ways I've found to make that happen is that, you know, I can stand here right now this morning and say I am grateful for the view outside my office window because it's beautiful. And that it may seem like a small thing, but when you start adding up all those small things, guess what? All of a sudden you've got a lot of stuff that you're grateful for. And why would you want to be anywhere else but now? Now, let me say this, too. If you're in a position where, if you're in a situation right now that you want to change, there are still things that you can be grateful for, even in bad places. I mean, I don't live in happy places all the time. I mean, I have, a, you know, I live life. I have a life, too. You know, there are, there are um, negative things that happen in my life. However, you can always find what you're grateful for in the moment. For example, over um, in the spring when I was, I guess it was last fall, uh, I was driving back can, and forth. Uh, can I ask you to yes. hold that story? Yeah. Because I can tell there's not going to be a good place for us to break because this is <laughs> such an important, fascinating topic. But if we can take a couple minute break cool. and then um, come back and, and hear your story. Absolutely. Great. Okay, so I just want to um, remind our audience that you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to continue our wonderful conversation with Dr. Melissa Oden. Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's one 866 
472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Melissa Oden about living from our own truth. Melissa, would you pick up with the story that you were going to tell us? Sure. And for anybody that may have just joined us, let me just say that I was talking about living in the moment and being grateful for things, even when things aren't going well. And last fall, I had uh, a teaching appointment at the University of North Texas in Denton, and I don't live there. (laughs) I live quite a ways away from there. And so uh, I was driving back and forth last fall, and the starter on my car began to go out, but I did not know that at the moment. We thought it was something else. And the people at the auto place couldn't tell me what was wrong with it, which I thought was kind of strange. But anyway, one day I was coming back from Denton. I almost couldn't get my car started. I finally did. I got back home, pulled into my garage, turned off the car, and I thought, well, let me just turn it on again and see if it'll work. And do you know it did not? It was dead. The starter was out. It was not coming back. And, you know, that... That really could have been disastrous if I had gotten stuck up in Denton, right, because right. I was so far away. But um, instead of seeing that as a negative situation, I, because of the, the training that I've had, I automatically went to, thank you, thank you, God, that I was in my garage, safely in my home, when that happened. Because I could have been out on the street, I could have stopped for gas, and it, the car would not have started. I could have stopped anywhere um, that somebody would have had to have come to rescue me, and instead the tow truck came right to my home <laughs> to get my car where I needed to go. Now, that may sound like a really simple, ridiculous thing, but there was a time in my life where that event would have been devastating to me, that it would have just been, oh, my goodness, this is horrible. You know, I'm never going to recover from this. I mean, I know that sounds dramatic, but there was a time in my very young life when that would have been the case. And the fact that I was able to be grateful for the fact that while I waited for the tow truck, guess what? I could come upstairs and work in my office for a while and get some stuff done um, and have a glass of my own iced tea, see my cat. You know, all of those things made me very grateful that if a bad thing was going to happen, at least it happened in my own garage. And, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, you, you can have really bad things that happen to you. Um, you know, people die. Um, and, and those are those are not optimal situations, but there's always some good in every situation. Uh, you know, people people divorce, people lose jobs, people um, hurt you. But there, I'm telling you, it, it's a mindset. You have to be in the now, and you have to be able. And, and Jack Bowen calls this the fourth dimension. That's what he calls the spiritual dimension. We live in in the third dimension where we can touch and feel everything, but he, but he talks about living in this fourth dimension where you see the bigger picture and things are not always what they seem here. And you have to have faith that that's true because he says, and I believe this, life is stacked, but it's stacked in your favor. <laughs> and so you just have to follow the spiritual principles that will get you where you want to go and so that the universe is working with you. 
I love listening to you. It's like um, talking to myself. I mean, truly, I just love the way you talk about things. And I agree with you 100%. And really, there is no small experience because what you were describing is something, you know, your, your car doesn't start. So do you blame the... Uh, the mechanic who should have discovered the problem or why didn't he or you know you can we can any of us can spin out send out negative energy which eventually comes back to us Mm -hmm. when you know all we need to do is say oh wow look I'm in my garage and when we do it with little things then we can do it with the bigger things like the hidden blessings in even the most traumatic of situations like you were describing divorce and death because there's always a silver lining and that's one of the things that I talk a lot about on this show is how to look at our lives from that positive perspective and it's what Einstein said too about yes it is a friendly universe Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I agree. And, and and before your listeners think that I'm some Pollyanna, let me tell you, <laughs> this is, and I'm still in this process, but it has taken me a long time to get from where I was to where I am. And I think the point is, is that you continue to grow, you continue to feed yourself with the good stuff, um, and you continue to work on living in the moment. This is a process. And it's until you die, it is going to be a process. You're never going to, quote, get there. Um, and that's the good news and the bad news, right? But the thing is, is that you have to continue, continually engage your, your mind and your thinking in this process. Um, you know, my, my husband uh, got laid off four years ago, and so this has been an interesting last four years uh, since he just finished his college degree, which I'm really excited about. But there, you know, it's a good thing I had these principles before he lost his job um, because those were the only things that really kept me going some days when I thought, man, I'm the only one bringing in really any decent money right now. What are we going to do? How is this going to work? You know, and I've had my moments, so I don't want your listeners to think that I'm some, you know, I've got this down because I don't. Um, but I do know that if it hadn't been for those, those principles that I learned, that th- these last four years probably would have been they probably wouldn't be turning out as well as they are right this minute. Um, I can just tell you that right now. So, you know, they really do work. But you you have to be the one that keeps yourself engaged with that process. You cannot let anybody else influence you. You can't anybody let anybody else rain on your parade. You have to make that decision and stay in that moment. You know, when I get my evaluations at the end of each semester for my students, I, I do look at them. And it's difficult because it's hard to see the bad things about yourself, okay? But when I look at all my stats... Excuse me, the things that need improvement. (laughs) Yeah, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. But when I look at those things that need improvement, um, and I look at my class stats, and I look at all... When I see the big picture, the first thing I always ask myself is, could it be me? I never blame my students. I all, and and this is this is a different way of thinking than most people will have when they're teaching. You know, they think, well, I know what I'm doing. I put it out there. It was their fault. No, that's not what I think. I always ask myself, and and not just in that situation, but in other ones, could it be me? Is this a me problem that I need to fix? Once that's 
eliminated, once I can eliminate that possibility or once I've identified it and then I do fix it, then I look at the students and say, okay, what happened there? And I think that's a good way to look at this paradigm shift. Like you said earlier, instead of blaming others, look at yourself first. Is it me? (laughs) That's the question I always ask. Is it me? Could it be me? And that is a very difficult thing to do when you don't have the right mindset. I mean, it's difficult enough as it is, um, but when you don't have the right mindset to walk in your truth. See, that's walking in your truth. How can you ask, is it me, if you're not walking in your own truth? I know who I am, and I'm fine with that. I haven't always been, but I am now. So when I ask that question, I'm asking it from a place of genuineness. Could this be me? And, you know, I don't know if that resonates with you or not, but it certainly has helped me uh, in the last several years to try and figure out what's going on in my life, you know? I I agree with you 100%. Yes, it does resonate with me. And the only way to really learn and grow in this world, in our society, is to self-assess. Is there something I need to do differently? How can I do it differently? Mm -hmm. How can I learn and grow, become more of the person who I am deep inside and who I really want to be? And I also, and and, um, we're going to be wrapping up in just a minute, but I also want to say that the fact that you are human, are real, are willing to look at yourself and able to do so and continue to grow, I'm, I'm in the same position. None of us are quote-unquote there. What I like to say is that if I've got it all done, there's no reason to be on earth anymore. I would have ascended. Right, know? right. <laughs> We're here to learn and grow, and so to be able to look at ourselves is a true gift, and and it makes it easier, and we become more powerful in our ability to help others, because we're not just saying, you do this. Right. We know it from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing yourself and your wisdom with us and to ask you if you would be willing to share your contact information. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So my email is M as in Melissa, Stanford as in the university, and then Odin, O-D-E-N, at yahoo.com. And then my website is www.herrnetwork.org. And that's Health Education Resources Network.org. But, and then if anybody uses the phone anymore, <laughs> my, my office number, if you want to call me, it's fine. It's 817 And who wouldn't want to call you? You have such a a genuine and, um, and, and, and delightful attitude. It's fun to laugh and to talk with you and to learn with you. I, I'm very grateful for your being on the show. Thank you. You are welcome. And thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. It absolutely is. And now I'd just like to um, take a moment to thank my audience for joining us. We've been 
here with the show Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Melissa Oden today. And I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook. You can do that by going to my website, paulajoyce.com where you can also get more information on my services and the books our guests have written. It's also a good way to contact me if you want to talk about becoming a client. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. I hope you'll join us next week when Christy Cody talks with us about the healing power of Argentine tango. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life and how to turn lemons into lemonade, as in some of the examples that Dr. Odin was talking about, how to do that in your own life, how to live in the moment, or if you have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at one two one four. 736-4460. That's 1-214-736-4460. Or send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce, drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. If you have a question, others do too. So help yourself and them by asking it. You can do so anonymously if that feels safer. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.